Hi, we're the Rices. We've been married for 12 years. We have six kids from the ages of nine to zero, and we're full of passion to raise a household that serves and honors the Lord. And we want to encourage others to do the same. to the Raising Rices podcast. Today is season two, episode three, and we have a very exciting topic to talk about. So exciting. <laughs> One that maybe actually isn't talked about very much. And you guys might think this is funny, but we have a lot of stories today about our experience all surrounding our conviction of accepting generosity. Yeah. What does it look like to accept the generosity of other believers. And what does it look like to just have humility in the light of somebody else's generosity towards you? Let me tell you, I am quick to give generosity, but less quick to receive it. And yeah. why is that? Well, we'll talk about that today, but I think that our conviction is that even if we are not expressly in need, quote unquote, Allowing others to do good generously lets them fulfill and carry out their good works of caring for other believers. In the same way, we also should be thoughtful and generous, especially to other believers. I think that receiving generosity is always something that borderline edges on your pride. Where you Huge. feel, yeah, where you feel like I should be able to do this myself. I should be able to handle this myself. I don't need others, right? Yeah, I mean, we talk a lot about taking responsibility, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm the one that had six kids. I can be responsible for him. I can take care of him. Like, but then somebody comes along, they're like, well, just let me go and, and, and teach your daughter this, or let me take your baby and hold them, or let me, what, like just small acts of generosity. They're just caring for you, wanting to support you, love you. And they have this like pride part inside of me that's like, I can do it myself. <laughs> but it's well, really, it, it's, it's not a good thing. No, because what happens when you decide to just do it yourself? Well, then you are not relying on the Lord. And you're not letting the body of believers, the church, build each other up and support each other and carry each other's burdens. Like that is the call of the church. And if we neglect that or we resist that or we block that out, then we're really hindering other believers to carrying out their faith. And we're thinking somehow that we can do it all on our own. Right. God has given us such an amazing gift of a biblical community. And if you haven't found yourself in a biblical community where you can express your generosity to others and they can express their generosity and blessings and giving and time on you, then I think if I can be bold to say you are missing one of the key elements yeah. of a biblical community. Now, we have had the experience, <laughs> the blessed experience, <laughs> since late 2021 to be on the receiving side of a lot yeah. of generosity, especially from some dear friends of ours 
who have gone above and beyond in their generosity and hospitality towards us. But in the same way that these friends of ours have expressed this generosity, they he has been a model to me of also receiving generosity in return. Like you do something outrageous for him and he just looks you in the eye and he doesn't try to argue with you for a second. He just reached out his hand and shakes your hand and says, thank you so much. That's so generous of you. And you know, it's so <laughs> genuine because he is yeah. above and beyond being generous with us. Oh yeah. And I just love that testimony of his life and what it's imparted into us. And I think it's just been an encouragement to me that when somebody is generous with me, instead of trying to argue with them or instead of letting my prideful heart get in the way or instead of being like, well, I can pay for it myself, just to thank them for their generosity and and their just willingness to give or support or or encourage or whatever that is, that is has been difficult for me, but it's been so good. And one of the character traits that I really have identified that it's working on in my life is humility, right? Mm-hmm. As a man, maybe, I want to be so self-reliant and responsible, but it is important that I just set that aside sometimes and just embrace the humility and the generosity of somebody else. You know, it's funny too. I mean, like clearly we've shared with you guys, we sold our house, we moved into a trailer. It was right on the cusp of Darren potentially losing a job over some things in 2021. You can make assumptions there, but it was, we're facing this big moment, right? And to have someone pour out generosity on us and us to receive this and work on humility, I thought, oh, wow, this must be it, right? Like, this is the the height of us learning this, um, learning this gifting, mm-hmm. right? But no, oh, no. Then we were faced with another tragedy, you know, and then we were faced with another tragedy or, yeah. you know, or big event or whatever you want to call it. And trials, maybe. Trials, yeah. yeah. And then the Lord just kept saying, nope, you know, I want to show you through the people that I have placed in your life through your biblical community, I want to show you what generosity really looks like. Yeah. And my generosity to you and my generosity to your family doesn't just hit one event, but it continues and it pours over. You're, let me fill your cup when your cup is empty. Yeah, and I think it's really developed in us a better heart of thankfulness. Yeah. It, it It's good to be thankful, to have things to be thankful for, to recognize those things. And it's good to express that thankfulness to others and to just grow in our, in our understanding and in our thankfulness and our reliance on our church community. A huge thing to know that when we're walking in our convictions that our church community is there to support us with what we need. And in turn, when other people in the community are struggling with things, we are there to support them. And it it's just been a real eye-opening blessing to know that even when plans don't go the way you think they should, even when the timelines don't work out how you wish they should, 
they always work out in God's timing. Yeah. And that timing teaches us just more and more about his church and about his character. And similar to a marriage where they say you're not a 50-50 marriage, right? You're actually 100%, 100%. You're both full in invested. Similarly, in a biblical community, you're the same way. You're giving 100%, but you're also receiving 100% from others. And when you view it as a 50-50, what you're doing is you're, you're actually tracking or you're keeping record, right? Mm-hmm. And love keeps no records. Right. It's just abundant. Yeah. Now, I want to be sure that we are pulling in just the the truth, the biblical truth that says that if a man will not provide for his family, then he's worse than an unbeliever. And and so I, I want to make sure that we're not confusing you. Right. To say, well, once you're part of a biblical community, you have no responsibilities and you can just go willy nilly and rely on the generosity of the church to take care of you and your foolish decisions. No. Right? This is very clearly not the case. Okay, but I just want to clarify that and make sure that we know that it is the role of the church to bear each other's burdens, it is the role of the church to encourage each other. Right. And it is the role of the church to be generous with each other and to give preference to each other. And so those things are good and modeled for us in the early church and the scriptures. And we need to just make sure that we are working diligently, that we're taking responsibility, but that we're also willing to accept the generosity of others without letting our prideful hearts get in the way. Yes, and especially with our children, when we model what it looks like to receive generosity well Mm -hmm. and also to give generously well, I think what we're modeling to them is truly a heart that is humble, that is full of thankfulness, and our third character trait we wanted to talk about is a heart of purposefulness. (laughs) Yeah, so... If we are being given generously to above and beyond our need, then it's been really important to us to make sure that if we are, we're taking that generosity and we're being purposeful with it, we're either accomplishing things that we would have not been able to do without the generosity, or we are being purposeful to pass that generosity on to others, right? So we can't become... Like it's been important to us not to become frivolous, right? Which would be the opposite of being purposeful. So we don't want to be frivolous with the generosity that's given to us, but rather we want to be purposeful with it, to be accomplishing things for the kingdom of God, to be being generous with others, to be advancing our family vision, those types of things. Yes, and the the couple that we talked about that has been so generous to us, when we tried to repay their generosity or give back to them um, what we feel like they should be owed. For example, they say to us, no, just go give it to someone else. Yeah. Go be generous with someone else. And I think that is such a wonderful biblical example of true gifting. And I want to say like gifting, like to give someone something is to not give someone it with the thought that you will be getting something in return. So true generosity is to give without strings, 
right? And true accepting of generosity is to accept without clauses. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So as we walk in this world and we walk in the body of believers and we're experiencing this generosity, what are the challenges that stand in our way? And we've already talked a little bit about these, but I want to detail them out a little bit more. And the first is pride, right? My sinful nature hates thinking that I might possibly be relying on others at all. Yet, we should accept generosity, right? We should accept that, but we should not constantly rely on others to bail us out. Okay, so there's a balance there, but it's important that when somebody is generous with us, that we do not let our pride get in the way. Generosity and accepting of generosity should be like a surprise. Yeah. Right? It shouldn't be an expected thing. I don't expect people to be generous to me. But when they do, I am so working on being pleasantly accepting and surprised of that generosity. And thankful. And thankful, right? right? Yes. Um, I have a funny story to tell you about when I was younger. And you may think it has something to do with this, and it probably doesn't, but I think it's hilarious, so I'm going to go ahead and say it anyways. When I was growing up, my parents taught us that for any gift... <laughs> you're already laughing. Do you know this story? Yes. Okay. For any gift, like birthday gift or Christmas gift or, you know, anytime we were given something that we needed to have a thankful heart and to express our thankfulness to the gift giver by saying, oh, thank you. You know, having some working on being sincere gratitude for whatever gift they gave us so that we were being polite and, you know, and grateful because we didn't have to get anything and they were so kind to give us it in general. So here we go. Pick paint that picture for you. One Christmas, when I was probably in middle school, my aunt, who is so mischievous, little aunt of mine, she, we have baby Gwendolyn with us today, by the way. I don't know if you guys can hear her. If you can't, I'm sorry. She's so cute um, that you can't hear her. But um, so my aunt, who's so mischievous, she wrapped up for my brother and I these horribly ugly sweaters that she had found from Goodwill. Now, we open up these sweaters, and my brother, who is not as practiced, or I should say not as dramatic as I am, was (laughs) trying his very best with a smile. And I was like, thank you, Auntie. They're wonderful. Thank you so much. And you know, she knows, and you'll find out too, that she had a different agenda to this um, sweater, a hidden secret that I did not know about. And so she says, do you really like it, Marissa? And I'm like, I love it. Thanks. Okay. I'm not encouraging you to teach your kids to lie, but I, you know, was a little dramatic as a middle schooler. And so I'm like, this is so great. Thanks so much. And, uh, you know, she carried it on for a few minutes and then all of a sudden she says, look in the pocket and in the pocket of mine and my brother's very horribly ugly sweaters was a $20 bill. So (laughs) all that to say, 
don't expect, right? Don't expect that there'll be money in that sweater. <laughs> right. But learn to receive with a generous, or learn to receive generosity with a, with a thankful heart. No need for dramatics, though. Right. No need for dramatics, <laughs> but with thankfulness, especially because whether the person's effort at generosity really fulfills maybe your need that you have, their effort in the generosity yeah. and their heart behind it, hopefully a genuine heart behind <laughs> it, um, you know, is is their act of, of service to a brother and sister in Christ. Yeah. And so their time and attention and thoughtfulness to something does warrant a, a humble but thankful acceptance. Yeah, absolutely. And our last challenge we've talked a little bit about is we have to be vigilant not to become reliant on others' generosity, right? Yeah. We, especially as men, I know I've touched on this already, we need to work to provide for our families. And so to be reliant on the generosity of somebody else is not a good thing. Um, so we should be, if we're in a situation where we are reliant on the generosity of somebody else to make ends meet month to month, then we really do need to be evaluating what we can be doing to work our way out of that situation. So what is your plan? What right. is, yeah, totally. So those are the challenges, right? But I think that those things are probably far less common than just that prideful heart that we can have so easily that precludes us from accepting the generosity from somebody else. And ultimately hurting their um, gifting. Yeah, yeah. They Taking away their opportunity to serve the Lord by being generous to somebody else. Right. So hopefully you've um, enjoyed this interesting conversation about accepting generosity. And um, ultimately that we need to, you know, have humility and thankfulness when we accept the generosity of others as the working out of their good works, um, but not to become reliant on the generosity of others. So, um I hope you guys enjoyed it and make sure that if this was a conversation you've never heard about before, send somebody this um, podcast or if you want to trick your nieces and nephews at Christmas time, <laughs> send them that podcast too. Um, and as always, feel free to follow us on social media at Rising Rices for me and at Lead Your Family for Darren. We'd love to continue the conversation and answer any questions you have. But until then, we will see see you guys next Tuesday for Season 2, Episode 4.